There aren't many more things more soul-crushing than being in an unhappy marriage. No one wants to wake up every day resigned to the fact that they're going to be miserable forever. On today's case, Mrs. Davis says she's a walking example of marital discord. She says she feels abandoned by her husband and alone in their marriage. Mrs. Davis says Mr. Davis regularly belittles her, refuses to help her with their two small children, and even once left her for another woman while she was pregnant. If that wasn't bad enough, Mrs. Davis says she's starting to see those same patterns return, and she says she's not going to go through it again. Mr. Davis agrees that the relationship needs work, but says he's not the only one who needs to change. He says he wants to save his marriage and family because he can't fake being happy. Let's hear their case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Davis versus Davis. Thank you very much. Mrs. Davis, you're here in court today because you say that you are at your breaking point. You say your husband is a liar, a cheater, and an emotional abuser. You say your husband has torn you down, and in order to regain your self-confidence, you must leave this marriage. Yes, Your Honor. Mr. Davis, you are here today because you want to save your marriage. You say that things need to change for this marriage to work, but you both need to put in the effort. Yes, Your Honor. I have to tell you, Mrs. Davis, I can see right now that this is extremely emotionally trying for you, and I want you to take your time, but tell me why we are here today in court. Well, we first met when I was 18, about to turn 19. As I've gotten older, it's just gotten worse to the point if this doesn't fix anything, I have friends willing to help me get out of this to move. Well, I can see, Mr. Davis, that your wife is literally at her emotional breaking point. What say you to these allegations? I just need her to get more mature, not for just my sake, but for the marriage, for our children. Uh, we've been together for six years, married for three. It's time to step up. Mrs. Davis, I know that you met when you were a young person. I think you met on the work situation, right? Yes, Your Honor, Tell we me did. what happened. Well, he came in for his interview, and I couldn't stop looking at him. I thought, that's a good-looking guy, somebody I could spend the rest of my life with. So he asked me out after he talked to some family, found out how old I was, that I was of legal age. From then on, it was great. So you met at 19, and he was already 29. Yes, Your Honor. You were just starting out as a young woman, and he was a bit more mature, fair to say? Yes, Your Honor. So then what happened? Because what seems to have started off like almost love at first sight has turned into a point where you can barely get through a sentence. It started off when I first got pregnant with our youngest daughter. Um, and I was excited to be a mom because we had, I had done gone through several miscarriages at this point with him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what, I'm ready to settle down. So when I got pregnant, it was great. And then shortly after I gave birth, I couldn't just drop the weight down like everybody, like all the other girls in my family could. Oh, well, that happens. I mean, you just had a baby, and it was your first baby, the pregnancy that came to full term. There's going to be a little postpartum issue. You have to know that. In my first pregnancy, I gained about 40 pounds, and I couldn't drop it. And then we had another little girl. 
pretty quick succession, right? It, they have about a two-year age gap almost. Mm -hmm. And so, I'm not, well, I was 135 pounds when I first got pregnant, and then now I weigh over 200. I can't drop the weight. I'm going to look you in the face and tell you you can get this done when you get it done. Don't you put that level of pressure on your space, okay? And, like, ever since then, our intimacy life has gone downhill. It was great when we first got together. Now it's just plummeted. Do you think it's attributable to your weight? <laughs> I think so. He makes me feel rejected. So do, are you all even attempting at intimacy anymore? <laughs> Honestly, it feels like we're not. That's not true. Mm -hmm. Her weight did have a lot to do at first with us being intimate. But our falling away from each other is really what took its toll on our sexual relationship. It wasn't because she gained weight. It had nothing to do yeah, with it. Yeah, because I'm, I'm gonna tell you something, Miss Davis. You're a very pretty girl. I don't know, Mr. Davis. Folk that think that the grass is greener on the other side better be looking out because somebody else will be mowing your lawn in a minute. Trust and believe. Because a whole lot of people got lawnmowers. Mm. Whatever. You say my weight's not an issue, but you've called me a pig and have even oinked at me carrying her five-month-old daughter across the house. You're gonna say my weight's not an issue? I'm sorry. <laughs> but... No, that... I think that's fair, Mr. Mr. Davis. I say things out of anger. And a lot of that anger she brings... she causes for me. She does little things to push my buttons. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mr. Davis, mm -hmm. here's the deal. You have a little girl, right? I do. How would you feel 18 years from now mm. if some man oinks at your baby girl? I'm scared to say anything. I might incriminate myself. Yep, because <laughs> that's just rude, mean, inconsiderate to somebody that you love. You know that. It is. It is. Being angry is no excuse to be cruel to somebody you claim to love. Mm. Meanness is never acceptable, especially in your home in front of your kids. You know that. Right. What would your mother and father say? There's not going to be many words there. She's, Thank you very there's much. There's going to be action. Thank you very much. Has he ever looked you in the face and apologized for that? After arguments, not really even after that, he didn't do it. Mr. Davis, you owe your wife an apology, sir. And I'll wait. I'm so sorry. I apologize to you. Because even from the first day I've met you and every day that I've been with you, I've not ever seen anything more beautiful than you are to me today and the first day that I've met you. I say these things because it hurt, you hurt me with the things that you do and I lash back out because you hurt my feelings. I get angry and I say things I do not mean. But you like, are beautiful. I don't do, say things to you no. when you get angry at me. I don't act, lash out like that towards you. Don't. No. I walk away from the situation. You do. You do. And I should not do that in front of my children, our daughters. Especially since because the they're gonna oldest see in the one is starting to repeat everything be... you say to me. Mm. I got to quit talking to you like that in front of them because they're going to find it to be acceptable. And They're going to look at it like my parents' marriage. When my parents divorced when I was two years old, they're going to see that. I don't want them to grow up. In a broken home like I did. Being in a broken home is the least of the worst. Being in a toxic home that's mean-spirited... That was my parents' ...is home. really worse than anything. And I think you were about to say, Mr. Davis, you don't want your girls to think that that's acceptable for right. any man to speak to no. them that way. No. They need to find men better than me ten times over. 
Hallelujah, okay. When I was five months pregnant, he told me he hadn't seen another woman behind my back. We had some family members tell me that they seen this woman with him walk into our home while I was pregnant with our oldest daughter. Mr. Davis. As I understand, Ms. Davis, there have been allegations of cheating throughout your marriage. When I first got pregnant, we moved out of some family members' homes with our oldest daughter. And we moved up near some more family members. We both went back to work, and then I started trying to go into preterm labor at 20 weeks. Well, luckily, they stopped it, and then come to find out, when I was five months pregnant, he told me, like, literally about a week or two before Valentine's Day, he hadn't seen another woman behind my back for about two to three weeks now. There'd be times he would go to work one, two o'clock in the morning, saying, oh, she's training me for, to take over for another position. We had some family members tell me that they seen this woman with him walk into our home while I was pregnant with our oldest daughter. And it literally took us getting into a fight for him to tell me that, break up with me. While you're pregnant? Yes, Your Honor. And you were having a high-risk pregnancy? Yes, Your Honor. Tag your it, Mr. Davis. I did. I left her because I was afraid of being a father. I wasn't ready. And she pushed me away. She made me feel unloved. She, she did nothing for me. She was so selfish. She was so... pregnant, boy. What in the world? And, she was pregnant. And buying her an engagement ring, like, literally two months after, it took you almost three years to propose to me. Mr. Davis. Yeah, I, it was a mistake. No, that's not a mistake. A mistake is going left when you were supposed to go right. You made a real choice. You had a pregnant young wife at home with a high-risk pregnancy with your baby. You took this young woman and you decided you were going to wine and dine and turn her into your woman. And you were an older guy, 10 years young, older almost. But all of a sudden, she's a young pregnant girl and it's not as cute and sexy as it used to be. And you decide to go over here with Lottie Dottie and anybody. Mm-hmm. And then I took him back, even though people told me I shouldn't. But I tried to trust him after I gave birth. And we weren't even moved back in together. He cheated on me again and told me on the phone that he had done it and that he was sorry. She would not have known that if I did not tell her that. But the reason I told her that is because I wanted to start it fresh. I wanted everything to be, hey, this is what I've done wrong. So in other words, while you were recovering from the first affair, you started up with a whole nother separate different woman? A few months after, yes. So it really was Lottie Dottie and everybody. I told him, how would it make you feel if I went to my ex's house with her one-month-old daughter and did something? So wait a minute, wait a minute. He took the baby? No. I had people telling me he was getting ready to take her from me because there was people telling him I wasn't fit to be a mom. Mr. Davis, what's this all about? At the time, I didn't think she would have been fit. And I was going to come for custody of my daughter because... But based on what? What was happening in your life that made you feel like you were Big Willie that you could do she so would... much better than she could? Prior to me leaving her while she was pregnant the first time, she would not hold a job. I mean, of course, she wasn't pregnant at the time, but she would not hold a job. She would not clean the house. She would not cook. Uh, laundry, I had to do my own work. You laundry. told me you hated my cooking and that I didn't do your clothes right. That is true. 
In her defense, that is true. <laughs> that is true. You would be walking around naked and hungry if you were in my house. I'm straight up tell you. Okay? You hate my cooking and I don't do your clothes right? Mm -hmm. Let's see how you look walking down the street to the 7-Eleven naked, okay? Because that's what you'd be. Honestly, I'm the kind of person that you'd be naked forever, Robert. I mean, again, why you have to be mean? I didn't mean to come off that way. I'm just very blunt, and I, I get to the point, and it does. She's she's a little sensitive, but that's okay. No, Miss Davis, you're going to have to get a, a, a little bit of a backbone. I can already see that. You're going to have to imbibe a little Auntie Star when you go home, <laughs> no matter what, because the first time he cheated would have been the last time he cheated. Help me to understand why you perpetually have been cheating. I just don't feel like the same emotions are coming my way that I was getting when we first got together. I feel like... That's because you've been a dog. <sighs> well, yeah. like you're, you got to live in the truth of what you've done. Right. I wouldn't want to be with you if I didn't know where else you've been dipping the stick. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. Mr. Davis, help me to understand why you perpetually have been cheating. I just don't feel like the same emotions are coming my way that I was getting when we first got together. I feel like... That's because you've been a dog. <sighs> well, yeah. Like you're, you gotta live in the truth of what you've done. Right. I wouldn't want to be with you if I didn't know where else you've been dipping the stick. Right. Uh, and now, what? like, you're even accusing me of cheating because, like, when yes. he leaves out for work in the morning, I lock the door. Because That's normal. And it stays locked throughout the day until the evening when he says, okay, hey, I'm on my way home from work. Right, because you don't want somebody to roll up in and there on you well, and your children? The one time here lately that I haven't unlocked the door in time, he says, who are you bleeping, sleeping with in here? No. Yes, no. you My did. problem with her is sometimes, hey, I'm going somewhere. She'll call me if she's going to go somewhere. But a lot here lately, she would go somewhere and I wouldn't hear from her. Because I'm all. helping family, taking them to the doctor. But I don't when find out. I, I only get surgeries. the story that she has after all of it has but been. But, Mr. Davis, up. all right, see, I think you are projecting because there is nothing about Mrs. Davis that says she's out here cheating on you. Now, if you say to me, Judge Starr, I have this as some evidence, or I saw this happen. Right. Then you you know I'm fair. I want to hear what happened. Right. But you're not saying that. See, you can't even look me in a straight face and really say you believe that this child is out here sleeping around. You don't believe that. No, I don't. You I, don't. I don't want to believe it in my heart. I, I don't want to believe it at all. But you don't believe it I because don't. you know it. I mean, seriously, does, it, is she that kind of girl? No, she was. Thank she you. was so innocent when we first got together. She was. I was raised in a Southern Baptist she, she home. Would, where I was raised at, they got around the block. She did not. She, oh, so right. you actually got a good girl. A good girl. I locked up, but Shh. messed up. A lot. A lot. But, but when I had... And I want to redeem myself. But when I have friends and family honestly willing to send me money for a bus ticket for me and the kids to they're get justified. away... I feel they're justified to feel that way because if somebody would have done that to my sister, I would have been like, hey, sis, let's go. So, Miss Davis, what's keeping you here? I don't want this to break up. 
I love them. Because I, w I grew up in a broken home. My parents divorced when I was two. And every other weekend, I was at one parent's house. I don't want that to be our little girls. But would you want them to grow up in a situation where there's no love? I mean, honestly, because he's dogged you in your face. Why haven't you demanded more of your husband? I have tried. I've tried to. It seems like he doesn't want to help me anymore around the house. I hear in your voice that you are miserable. Do you hear that, Mr. Davis? I do. So you came in here today telling me you were at your breaking point. You said that your husband has lied, called you horrible names, and cheated on you multiple times in the last six years. Interestingly enough, I'm used to the other side saying, no, but that's not right. But no, right here, Mr. Davis has agreed. He has lied. He has called you horrible names. And he has cheated on you multiple times in the last six years. And I just want her to see that I'm not the man I was three years ago. But it's... actually, you are. You may not be cheating on a regular basis, but you're still not giving her the respect of being your loving wife. She's not your number one. And, Ms. Davis, you can't make somebody your number one when they've always made you their number two. Well, I've actually... I've asked for divorce several times from him, but he keeps refusing to... Dude, I've asked for marriage counseling to try to help us. He won't... Mr. Davis, right here and right now, if you can't commit to getting some real help in this relationship, I don't think you're going to save your marriage. I've tried to get us counseling. I've scheduled counseling. She refused to go. I've you, you're never going to make me believe that, Mr. Davis. You've not even told me you tried to schedule counseling. I call him. I tried to get therapist for her. Hey, well, how, does, how does one try to get the therapist? I know how the phone works. You mm. call on the phone, you get an appointment, you show up. Right. And I've made her the appointments. Mm -hmm. She just... She's like, okay, well, I got this appointment this day and I'm gonna go. I get home later that evening from work, found out she didn't even go. She didn't attempt to. You haven't even told me that you've made appointments. Miss Davis, I'm not gonna be able to solve this problem. Only you're gonna be able to solve this problem. I'm gonna tell you some hard truths that your family members have probably told you. You can't be a doormat unless you lie down on the floor. You need to get up off the floor. You let folk walk all over you, they're going to continue to walk all over you, okay? My husband always says, when you tell somebody that you will wipe their butt for them, like your two little babies, they will continue to poop and you will continue to wipe it up. It's time for you to stop wiping up other people's... You know what? Job. You know, some people just need to have reality thrown in their face so they can see for certain it's time to roll. Yeah, I mean, first of all, he admitted everything. Yes. And it looks like she just needed to hear it from an outer source. Yes. Like us. To just simply say, get your butt up off the ground and stop letting people walk all over you. I think this young lady, she's now stepping into the future that she deserves. Right. Because it's not going to be with him. No. No.